Constantine. Shake Zula, the Mike Rula, the old schooler. You want a trip? I bring it to ya. Welcome to episode 29 of Mondo School Movies Dude. My, <coughs> my name is Macwad. My name is uh, Sean Shake. Master Sean. And my name is Frocky. <laughs> this week's movie is 2007's Aqua Teen Hunger Force colon movie film for theaters. For DVD. For DVD, that's, that's what right. I have. I have it for MP3 oh, or MP4. Nice. <laughs> Something like that. Directed by Dave Willis and Matt Malero, starring Carrie Means, Dana Snyder, Dave Willis, Matt Malero, C. Martin Croker, Mike Schatz, and. <laughs> Wow, shats. And Andy Merrill. <laughs> Aqua Teen Hunger Force colon movie film for theaters is a 2007 American animated some kind of comedy film. How about a plot synopsis? <laughs> oh, man, I can only imagine. The story begins in Egypt where Master Shake, Frylock, and Meatwad are being attacked by an oversized poodle who kills Frylock before being destroyed by Shake. Shake and Meatwad drive off with Frylock's corpse and meet Time Lincoln, who plans to revive Frylock. However, when the CIA break into his house, the Aqua Teens flee into his wooden rocket ship, and Time Lincoln is shot. This, however, is all revealed to be an elaborate story concocted by Shake to explain the Aqua Teen Hunger Force's origin to Meatwad. Shake then explains to Meatwad <laughs> that women are only attracted to great bodies and heads off to work out on his new exercise machine, the Insano Flex. Together, they go and search of a missing piece of an exercise machine that happens to be more than an exercise machine, placing them on a collision course with the likes of Oglethorpe and Emery, a pair of jagged, ridiculous creatures from the future who travel with a robot companion claiming to be the ghost of Christmas past. They also encounter Doctor... Dot, dot, dot. Yeah, it just ends. <laughs> so it's the same thing with Cocktail, where somebody took the full storyline and just copy and pasted it, part of it into the synopsis. There was no synopsis. Holy so. shit. Really funny. So, yeah, I guess that's about half the movie right there. Yeah, pretty much. So what's your guys' history with this flick? I own this. I bought this the day it came out in 2007 on DVD. But I remember Mac and I were really excited to go yeah. see this, but we couldn't... Yeah, the closest movie theater that was showing it was probably 50, 60 miles away. We weren't able to get down to it. Yeah, we were in high school. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Senior year. No, yeah, yeah. you guys were hyped for this movie. I don't think I had yeah. watched the show yet when this movie was uh, on the horizon to come out. You guys introduced me to the show later on, and yeah. I thought it was pretty sweet. Well, I remember you and Ben and various other people that we knew, like, yeah, you guys talking about Aqua Teen Hunger Force, and I was like, what the fuck's that? It sounds stupid. And yeah. then I saw it at a friend of ours' house, and I was like, this is fucking really funny. So I probably only been watching the show for like six months or something before the movie came out, but I was really excited for it. Yeah, I was a big fan of the show for a while, so then I got pretty pumped for the movie. I even got the soundtrack yeah. before the movie came out because I was that fucking excited. <laughs> it's pretty good. Yeah, it was cool because I was familiar with the songs they were using throughout the movies. So yeah, that was kind of fun. So we get to discuss the cast. So first off, Carrie Means who played Frylock. This guy's always kind of more the straight man, the smart guy. I love Frylock's voice. So yeah, he has, has a really cool voice. Yeah, I think he's perfect. He just the voice really fits the look of the box, the fry box. With like yeah. the goatee. And yeah. Like, I wonder if they could kind of design that with the voices in mind. Maybe. Do you think they took like the voice actors and then did the designs around them? Or? Could be. This is more in history, but like the first depiction of the Aqua Teens, like in that episode of Space, Space Ghost, yeah. they look very different. Yeah, they look way oh, different. Frylock yeah. had like arms, didn't he? he had, like, I think so. He had fry arms. arms. He had crin yeah. His crinkle cut, I believe. Yeah. Crinkle cut. <laughs> Delicious. Mm. Spiced. So next up, we got Dana Snyder, who plays Master Shake. <laughs> This guy's voice, it's oh. like unique. I don't think there's another voice I've heard on a show that's like this one. No, he I don't think such so either. a unique voice, yeah. I love this guy's voice. It's this crazy quacking sound, kind of. It's great. He could say anything and it would sound funny. Yeah, it's weird. It's like squeaky and like high-pitched. Ah, yeah. This guy actually sounds like this, though. It's really weird. He does, weird. and <laughs> he looks exactly like I thought he would look. He's a goofy-looking guy with like a big nose and... Like big glasses. Yeah, yeah, he's super funny. So we got Dave Willis. He played a few different characters. He does Meatwad and Carl. Yeah, he does a few other characters in this movie. Does I can't the, even remember who. Does he do the Moon Knights also? He does he... one of them. He does Ignignoc, the green one. Yeah. yeah. He's great. Yeah, he's good. He has a, a wide range. Definitely. Carl and Meatwad are yeah. so right. different. 
like, <laughs> yeah, like where do you even start talking about this guy? Like me was yeah. a, a retarded ball of meat, and Carl is like their disgruntled next door neighbor. Like, what is it like a Jersey accent? Yeah. Oh, it's uh, so like, I'm good. so tired of having to live here next to you animals. <laughs> Still freaks. He's a little over the hill. He's probably about forty something. Bald guy. He's Overweight. never had sex. So he didn't have to pay for. He <laughs> lives in his glory days of you know talking about rock concerts with like Journey and Def Brian Adams and uh, <laughs> Foreigner and Brian Adams. And Brian he literally Adams. mentions going to see Foreigner and Brian Adams. Yeah, I thought yeah. that was fucking hilarious. Uh, yeah, he's so funny though. He puts up with them amazingly well. He's actually he's as pissed off as he gets at, some, at times. He's a very patient man. Later, I think <clears> it's season. Four or five, where it's like the Aqua Teens have been evicted from their house. Oh yeah, because there's like a gas leak in there that Frylock doesn't want to pay rent until oh, he, until yeah. the landlord fixes the gas leak. The landlord's like some vampire, some Nosferatu dude that lives yeah. in a cave. The Nosferatu guy kidnaps the gang, puts them in a cave, and then Carl has to deal with like weird ass neighbors for oh, like yeah, that whole like, season. They're like even worse. One was like a giant angry ass like tentacle monster that like destroyed the <laughs> house, and he's like, look at him, he destroyed the whole freaking house. It's gone. <laughs> well, the movie Knights, I guess we can put them together. Er, the other one, he's played by Matt Malero. They're like a couple of assholes from the moon, and they're really into committing petty crimes, and smoking really cigarettes, yeah. and smoking pot. Being bad, dirty white boys. Yeah. Stealing furniture and hucking it in the fucking amusement park. <laughs> Stealing couches and what is coffee that? tables. We just don't get it, man. They're from a world we might not understand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, their vertical leap is beyond all measure. Yeah! <laughs> Two whole dimensions, man. We have 5,000. 5,000 dimensions. <laughs> well, I only see two. Matt Malero, he also played the cybernetic ghost of Christmas past from the future. He's like one of my favorite recurring characters on the show, I think. I was going to say, he's one of my least favorite. He's best when he's like downplayed, I think, because his voice really starts to get to me. His voice is really funny sounding, but like after a while, I find it hard to understand what he's saying because he speaks through this really weird filter. There's no way I can you know, mimic it with my own voice. It's like this crazy mechanical filter. Yeah, so it's, it's a like good all effect. echoey. But yeah, he tells long rambling stories that are pretty funny he's about a, shit that doesn't really make any funny. sense he's a dirty motherfucker too he's humping like everything in this yeah movie. he fucks every machine he can get his hands on every piece of metal look she's loving it look at her. <laughs> this random piece of look metal at her. we got c martin croker who played two characters that go together like white on rice dr weird and his assistant steve they're like some og characters they opened the show the first couple seasons yep. yeah sure. yeah they're always doing something weird and i like the the voices for these characters like they work really well like Steve's like this intern. He's like, I can't do the voice. Uh, yeah, yeah, like that. He, he kind of sounds mono-ish. or like from Venture Brothers, number twenty. Yeah, four. Twenty-four. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he does. And then the other one's just like a graded old psychotic mad scientist. He's got a great like, evil laugh. It's fucking awesome. But like this one episode where he puts his hand up his ass for some reason. It's like my ass. It hungers for more. It like eats him. Whole. It eats him. And he just like disappears up his own ass. It's crazy. <laughs> Randy. Turn your fucking stereo down! <laughs> oh, yeah. He plays guitar and a big guitar shaped like a W. For fucking Zach Wild. Yeah, he was he featured up in the show. In yeah, an episode, one right? point. And we got putting together Mike Schatz and Andy Merrill, <laughs> who played the Plutonians. I fucking really like these guys. Oh, Emory uh, yeah. and Oglethorpe. <laughs> Mike yeah. Schatz. I love them. Yeah, it's the best last name. Maybe not. I like the green one, Emory. He sounds kind of like Beck, if you've ever seen Beck be interviewed. No, I yeah, a little but, bit, yeah. Hey, man, come on up. Bring a cold six. If I like the sweatband, he yeah. kind of sounds like a pothead. And then Oglethorpe is uh, just a weird German guy who yells all the time. It's kind of stupid. He's yeah, it's kind of a dick. <laughs> so that's the cast. We tried. It's complicated. Complicated world. So we get into the brief, and I do mean brief history of Octane Hunger Force colon movie film for theaters. Howdy, danger, much obliged for the beat guard. Even though you still eat lard by the meat ward, mesquite charge. Speaking of which, who voice all squeaky like they tuned it up a pitch or two. The co-creators of Aqua Teen Hunger Force, Dave Willis and Matt Malero, first met while working on the Cartoon Network show Space Ghost Coast to Coast. The show's main characters, Master Shake, Frylock, and Meatwad, were first created for an episode of Space Ghost called Baffler Meal, although the episode wasn't aired until 2003, well after Aqua Teen Hunger Force had become a popular show. The pilot episode of Aqua Teen Hunger Force aired December 30th, 2000, and the series premiered September 9th, 2001. Willis and Malero confirmed the rumors of an Aqua Teen's movie in the works at the 2005 San Diego Comic-Con. 
on. The fact that several bleeps in the movie don't quite line up with certain expletives was actually an editing mistake that was left in for comedic effect. To promote the movie as well as the TV show, objects similar to light brights were placed in certain cities depicting the Moon Knight characters giving the finger. In Boston, on January 31st, 2007, these objects were noticed by police and were thought to possibly be bombs and were removed. Less than a week later, Cartoon Network's parent company, Turner Broadcasting, agreed to pay out $2 million to the city. Damn. Yeah. Holy fuck. I remember hearing about that, though. Yeah, it was a big fuck up. Remember that during the time. Yeah, I remember, like, some magazine article about it. Adult Swim ran ads in late March of 2007 promoting the April 1st television premiere of the film, despite it not even having been shown in theaters yet. This was, of course, an April Fool's prank, and the film was only shown in a tiny box in the lower left corner of the screen. Yeah. (laughs) It's not the first time they've done wacky shit like that, though. I don't remember which season DVD it was, but when you hit the play all option, it plays all the episodes at once. Is that season four? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that always kind of pissed me off. Fucking hilarious. It's so funny. (laughs) Such a good season. I just want to watch it normal. You don't have the option to just string them through. Yeah. That was kind of funny, though. You can watch them all end basically the same way, which is just with shit blowing up on 13 (laughs) little screens. The final episode of Aqua Teen Hunger Force aired on August 30th, 2015, after 11 seasons and 139 episodes. Wow. The show changed its name several times, starting with season 8 being known variously as Aqua Unit Patrol Squad 1, Aqua Something You Know Whatever, Aqua TV Show Show, and finally, Aqua Teen Hunger Force Forever. Aqua Teen Hunger Force colon movie film for theaters was made with a budget of $750,000 and made how much in the U.S.? Seven hundred fifty thousand. I'm gonna say it made one million. It made it made some of its money back. Okay. I might say it made like eight hundred eight hundred thousand. You guys way un- undershot it. Five point five million dollars oh, in the wow, United States. Wow. It's actually very profitable. A lot of fans out there, I guess. Yeah. A lot of hardcore fans out there. Huh? <laughs> I saw like it actually experienced like one of the biggest drop offs between opening day and the second day ever. Oh really? Like it seems like a lot of the people that went to see it just saw it day one and that was it. <laughs> just the fans <laughs> came yeah, out. Yeah, the super left. fans. Yeah. Oh, that uh, sucks. So this is. Where where I would usually talk about what other movies Dave Willis and Matt Malero have made, but they haven't made any. But they have made other TV shows. I know Squidbillies was created by Dave Willis, which makes sense. Yeah. It's got a lot of weird creatures and shit in it. So we get into this movie and we open up with the Soda Dog Refreshment Squad. And my God. Singing Groovy Time for a Movie Time. Well, before that, the DVD menu. Worship for that? The DVD menu is just like this shitty ass CG of like the characters. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember like, that. Yeah, in like Egypt, like floating around yeah, the Sphinx and shit. Hilarious. Like, it, it looks, looks like, like it was made from, on Windows 96 or something. Yeah, it looks like, like it's from Beast Wars. The menu screens to like different to the extras and shit and setup take fucking forever because you have to watch this incredibly long, ridiculous animation. So this might be as good a time as any to talk about the game that they made on one of their DVDs called Go Right. Yeah. I've beaten that game maybe twice, actually. Did and you? all it is, it's like you Whoa. just you just go right with the right remote control button. And then like one of the other buttons like jumps. Occasionally you hit an obstacle, but mostly you just hold down right. Then you get to the end, and your reward is there's a pretty cool video, honestly. It's only about 30 seconds. You have to play that game for like a half an hour, probably, yeah, to get to it. And it's just like a bunch of shit from the movie, and like the Insanoflex dancing around, and like the dude from the band Cameo dancing around. It's got that, oh, um, that's awesome. It's got the video game announcer voice, too, in it, right? Whenever you come to like a rock or something, it'll say like, Obstacle! Obstacle, yeah. <laughs> oh, from the Moon and Nights, And occasionally it'll be like, Life is meaningless. <laughs> he, was in, he was in this movie, too. He was in the Colonial Army game, where you have to pump your gun for like three oh, yeah, oh the, that's the, right the civil war game yeah. finally the south have won <laughs> the, the slaves, slaves are, are yours <laughs> the plantation is safe <laughs> god oh, damn oh man but yeah I just want to mention like just how ridiculous this menu screen is but it also yeah. has Meat Wad singing in this badass rock and roll song yeah, it's fucking well, oh yeah say well say well yeah it's so good it's a song by the band Super Trunk which are actually really good the original version of it is actually in the credits if want to hear that. That makes it even funnier. So yeah, we get the Soda Dog Refreshment Squad singing Groovy Time for a Movie Time. And, and man, this should play at the beginning of every movie. Every single movie in cinema. They do it at a small art house theater that we have here when they're playing Certain blacked movies, out yeah. movies. Like when I went to go see Tusk, they played it before that. And The Big Lebowski yeah. and Dead Man and some, like, some of these other like, cool yeah. films. Cause this it's song, really cool. This 
song combined with this animation is just perfect. Like, yeah. This is like the best opening to any movie I've seen in like a while. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> and I love the rules they have here too. That's this band introduces to us. Yeah, don't crinkle your food wrappers loudly. Yeah, Consider it to others. Don't kick your seats. There's one of them is a hot dog. He says, you can beat my meat for a special treat. And yeah, the cop a, says, like, sucking on me, sucking is, on really me is really neat. <laughs> That's don't, really weird. Don't pull your penis out unless that you That was really actually... Um, Crystal yeah. and I were watching some behind-the-scenes making of on the DVD. They got some, like, local jingle group to write this song. Oh. Or I think they wrote the <laughs> lyrics, but the jingle group was singing it. And they also came up with their own tune to it. Like, they basically came up with the song that you huh. hear. That's awesome. Yeah, like, the Aqua Teens folks didn't create this part of the song. It's just interesting. So it's pretty cool because it's so, like, vulgar. And they were, like, older people. Like, Maybe they're like, afraid of the 50s. You can't trust those old fuckers. Dude. You can't, dude. They're sick. They're the some fuck freaks out there. <laughs> Yeah, they're the ones writing that porno we were talking about. <laughs> Some smart. <laughs> they're nipple tips. They're walking onto the stage. We'll explain that later. So they're walking onto the stage, and it's like the wholesome sax singing like the nice part of the song, and then they get to like the nachos and the yeah. Gum you drops. see this band yeah. turning up in the background, this rock band. Yeah, they're all like heavy metaled out. They have like the arm bands with the spikes and shit. Yeah, crazy double neck guitars. Crazy hair, and it's it's the real band Mastodon that does this part. And that's what the name of the song is, right? Cut you with a linoleum knife. Linoleum knife. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's a great song, in it my is opinion. A great I'm a fan of the band, though. And it's like, a, it's like, don't talk, watch. Game here, watch it. We still have all your motherfucking money. Yeah. And they explain more rules, yeah, about not kicking the seats. and Do not explain the plot. Yeah. If you don't understand, you shouldn't, shouldn't be here. here. Your money is now our money. We will spend it on drugs. Yeah, don't bring your baby in here. This is not a movie for babies. Leave it outside. Babies don't watch this. <laughs> Take a seat outside. It over There's a uh, the, the singer promises that if he finds this sold on eBay because it's a protected copyrighted movie from Time Time Warner, he's gonna come down and like have Satan rain down your throat with hot acid, dissolve your testicles into snakes, and tear your wife in half. It's like does all this crazy shit, man. Closes up with this sick fucking riff, and then yeah. the whole stage blows up, and then we get this weird droning opening credits. Yeah, I like how yeah. it's not even two seconds into the movie and it's already funny. It's like this sort of. And it shows like Skull Entertainment. William like, Street. Yeah, with William stuff, Street. Yeah. And every yeah. time it shows it, it fades out and the drone goes away. And then it comes it's back really on. It really goes on forever. Yeah. yeah. Was it Tim and Eric's billion dollar movie? It was oh, some movie yeah. where they had like a billion studios at the beginning of it. <laughs> I don't know joke. if that was it. I can't remember. So we finally open up on Egypt millions of years ago at 3 p.m. in 1492 in New York. That's what <laughs> all the things say. And we see like the Sphinx, but this Sphinx is drinking a milkshake. And we see a jet fly over, so it couldn't be that long. Long ago. Yeah. And then it looks like the Sphinx is taking a big rock dump, but they're actually pushing one of the rocks out, and we see Shake and Meatwad. Or no, Frylock. Yeah, they're both gasping for breath because uh, no air inside of a Sphinx. And they're like speaking backwards, or is it a different Yeah, language? I think it's, it might just be the, them speaking backwards, but yeah, it's subtitled okay. at first, the first yeah. several lines. They're arguing about who needs to breathe more. Which just makes sense because one's a gigantic milkshake and the other one's a fucking floating fry box. <laughs> yeah. A giant poodle shows up and shoots lasers at them out of its eyes. It's like breathing fire on its hind legs. Yeah. Frylock engages it. He starts shooting lasers out of his eyes, trying to hold it off while shaking meat water, trying to get the Jeep started. Yeah. Argue like the, over bands. The radio shit. joke. Some put it on that. It's like, yeah, Egypt's only country or something. Let's put it on the sand. Yeah, I need some K-sand. Egypt's home for rock and roll. So while they're arguing, Fry's holding off the poodle, but the poodle's fucking him up. He, I think yeah. he's got like a shotgun Fry blast where he ejects all the fries in his head. Into the yeah, that was poodle. awesome. Because he could do that. He's got eye lasers. He can shoot like bombs. I think he has like a coolant eye liquid that he yeah. shoots in one he's episode. The only, he's the only one with powers, right? On the whole squad. Um, I think so. Well, Shake has a power. He can shoot like goop out of his straw, but it's like pathetic. It falls like a foot in it. front of him. Meatwad can shapeshift. But he never really uses it all that much. Not for anything constructive. No, no. not really. <laughs> turns into like what, a hot, a hot dog? dog and an igloo. I watched the one where he uh, goes to the circus. Yeah, and he, turn, he turns into Samurai Lincoln. Like Abe Lincoln holding the samurai sword. <laughs> oh my god, ladies and gentlemen. It's Abraham Lincoln Samurai. <laughs> yeah, I like that episode a lot. Yeah, that's a creepy good one. ass dude. Prepare your women for infiltration. <laughs> 
It's like, what the hell is this, Shake? <laughs> You're not too normal yourself. But yeah, Frylock's like, I need some help over here. And then Shake's like, nah, you got it. And then all of a sudden, the poodle just grabs him out of the air and shakes him around, throws him, just dead. Just flops dead. <laughs> He's already, like, decomposed. Just flies. Yeah, his uh, eyes body. hanging out. And then it cuts to present day, and Frylock's just like, none of that shit ever happened. <laughs> and we find out this all made up flashback. Yeah, because Shake takes over, then he destroys the poodle. He, like, karate kicks the shit out of it, and then throws it, and it explodes. <laughs> yeah, and they escape to time Lincoln, and he resurrects Frylock, but then they have to go because of CIA and all this shit. Yeah, that was all in the plot synopsis, right? Yeah, that's yeah. true. Like, everything we're talking about in here is, I guess, already been covered, but oh well. And <laughs> that's, that's when we see the Civil War Atari game. Yeah, the plantation is safe, so the slaves are yours. <laughs> just really hammering funny. on that one button over and, and over. And we find out he was it's winning like, man, so bad because Fry was player two. Yeah, it's like, man, you're good at this game. Your friend totally sucks, though. Oh, by the way, Time Lincoln was voiced by Fred Armisen. Oh, that is awesome. Who is he? He's the dude on Portlandia. He also used to be on SNL. He, like, pops up everywhere now. Yeah, then the feds bust in, and one of them has, like, Liberty Spikes as a haircut. And, yeah, it's these CIA or FBI guys, and they shoot, like, a million rounds. They shoot so many yeah. bullets! And the guy who doesn't have Liberty Spikes, that's John Benjamin, of course. He's Coach McGurk, isn't he? Yeah. Yep. And he's on Venture Brothers. He's on uh, a lot of shows. He's a funny guy. One of them, the guy with Liberty Spikes, is like, there must be invisible. John Benjamin's like, just because they're invisible once doesn't mean they're going to always be invisible or something like that. <laughs> and they shoot like some butterfly. Yeah, a butterfly floats, floats down. It's like oh, dead yeah. quiet and then they just open fire again. <laughs> and yeah, Time Lincoln has a really weird like sneering look on his face the whole time. Like he's got this weird rictus grin on. He's confident, man. He yeah. carries himself with poise. He's always he ready for voice. action. And he's got the Abe Force One, which is this wooden rocket ship. And he says, this should take you at least as far as Pluto. See, I tell him to freeze and he's trying to teleport through time it's like nobody will catch time, time Lincoln. Lincoln so they tranquilize him when he's about to disappear and then all of a sudden they're now slaves of black people because they changed history in the moment his partner was like like John Benjamin was like shoot and then after like he changed history it was like you had to shoot didn't you and it's like <laughs> yeah. what the fuck you told me this to do it your ass. idea god uh, damn so the rocket flies away they shoot into space and we cut back to the present shake is still making more BS yep. Prylock tells him to shut the hell up and Meatwad asks well where did we come from, Frylock? I don't know where we came from, but I know how we're going to die. <laughs> and then we get this really cool, this is what, our third intro of the movie? This yeah, right? Like, yeah, this movie starts three times. <laughs> and it goes into this different animation that looks fucking really cool. It, it looks kind of like a super jail, if anybody's seen that show. And it's yeah. like um, a really basic colored style. It looks like it's animated in MS Paint. I thought it was really like, brightly colored, though. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of colors. It reminds me colors. of like Beavis and Butthead and stuff yeah. like that. Like MTV in the 90s, like on flux stuff anybody like seen that. the music video for paranoid android by radiohead oh, it yeah. kind of reminds me of that yeah. style totally like that it's really cool i want to find out who the fuck animated it it starts out with they show these like metalhead guys in a cemetery trying to summon the devil and then like a weird demon version of frylock comes yeah, like, out of the ground out. it's got like a spiraled like ram's horns so yeah it's pretty cool and it goes to like this heavy metal show and just decapitates the entire audience <laughs> <laughs> like it's this crazy over the top gory intro but a pretty sweet rendition of the opening theme for the show Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, it's like with live instruments, you can tell like, yeah. people actually playing guitar and drums. But and still the same rapper, which is yeah, really cool. Yeah, still School ED. They, all the decapitated people, they get ground up into Meatwad. Shake comes out of the Sphinx's butt, I think. And, oh, there's a great part where they show Meatwad looking at, like, meat porn. Yeah, he's in the, the centerfold out. Yeah. yeah, Frylock walks in on him, and then it, like, turns red because he's embarrassed. It's, and then it's snowing meat. Somebody's walking through with a Yeah, with making an us a meat man. And then it's, we see, like, a giant Carl. Like, he's, like, as big as Godzilla. And then he's, like, facing off against like this Ultron made out of, out of Aquatines. And then he's like a wizard right at one point. Well he's doing Tai Chi and like he makes like a heart shape and like this heart launches out of him and then he's like a wizard and then he's yeah he's in space with these babes with big boobs with giant guns <laughs> shooting Uzis in space. Then it shows like these half naked women show up and like start grabbing Frylock's french fries and they're like eating them. Yeah everyone's like really grotesque yeah. looking. I wonder if that hurt Frylock I always wondered that. I was like does that hurt him? I think he, he probably eats, eats those fries. fries. I don't know Oh. Maybe he can regrow them though, because he watches them at people sometimes. Yeah, maybe. maybe it's like hair. Yeah, yeah, maybe it's just oh, his hair. And his brain is like underneath. <laughs> yeah, I think it is because they have that visible Frylock poster oh, that shows yeah. like his internal organs. I want that poster. That would be really cool. And we see like a motorcycle chase, and like a skull shows up and eats a planet. So then we get, I guess, our fourth intro where they got to Doctor Weird's castle on the South Jersey Shore. Yeah, it starts out just like the show, like the first, yeah, the couple first seasons. several seasons. And his castle's being turned into loft apartments. The fucking lofts. And we see that he's a. Ken doll like he takes off his 
his gown that he always wears. He's got no junk. <laughs> yeah, he's like, look at this unit. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I'm inside out. And then he like yeah. turns inside out and pulls his heart out. And the shit. fucking realtor's like, you know what? You, you can, can just have, have this one. <laughs> no, but we want to pay. <laughs> for, for free. Yeah, he's like trying to like gross him out on purpose or something. I don't know. Maybe he's just that whacked. He is whacked. His no rhyme or reason. Dr. Weird. His name is Weird. Of course for generations, weirds have owned this castle. And we cut to some kind of backyard music festival Fucking that Pete Watts. Girl Quest, 2007. Yeah, I think it actually says 2005 on the, oh, it does yeah, the shirts. On the shirt. So it's like two years out of date already. Oh, that's That's awesome. one of the things I love about this series. Just like all the uh, out of place sight gags. And that's the part where it's like, mic check, 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 check in the mic, check in the mic, check in the mic. Tells it for like five minutes. Yeah, just forever. <laughs> He's playing on like one of those play school guitars with like the bright flashing lights and like the animals on it. Yeah, I think Jack Black came out on stage once with that when he was playing with Tenacious D. Like <laughs> They did something cool with the saxophone. They could probably do with that too. Fuck yeah. <laughs> so his plan here is to uh, hold a concert in order to get girls. Yep. Get yeah. Get ladies. Yeah, dude. And uh, yeah. he's got kittens and fucking high power plasma cannons. Yep. And he's going to launch them out and they just explode. Plode girls love in the cannon. They handed out posters everywhere, and they're all over Carl's house. Yeah, these cat posters with cats on. What the fuck? Yeah, what the fuck? He's like jiggling his dark thumb. And yeah, the cats blow up while Walter Mellon is watching in his watermelon spaceship with Neil Pert from Rush. And it really is Neil Pert, by the way. Drumming for real? Yeah, and speaking. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Oh, wow, that's cool. It's pretty cool. There's yeah. nobody cool enough to fucking play Neil yeah. Pert. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like Walter Mellon. Yeah, he's a new character. He's really annoying. I don't think he's in the TV show. You no, know, he is. He's voiced by Chris Kattan, by the way. Who is that? He was this really wacky SNL cast member from like the 90s, early 2000s. He was in that movie. He was in the Porky House. Romano. He was in that. He was oh, in uh, the House character. on Haunted Hill remake. We should do that for the show sometime. Oh, yeah. That's, that's hell yeah. That's a stay tuned. <laughs> huh? Yeah, I don't like Walter Mellon that much either. He just yells like this all the time. It's just, yeah. yeah, it gets really old really he, fast. Well, it's what happens on the show. I mean, they usually bring in like a side character, and sometimes they're funny sometimes yeah yeah sometimes know. not as much yeah i guess yeah like, do you remember the episode of the guy that was just like a giant dick no the dick the dick episode yeah, yeah the dick and he's like grab everybody's dicks from the dick hood or whatever <laughs> he like wanted to build a giant dick spaceship so he could fly back to his dick planets <laughs> i think i've only seen that maybe once <laughs> maybe. you have hulu we should watch the i have a yeah. well i have a file on my computer so i have the censored version because they played it on tv <laughs> and they censored all the dicks and it's literally like the whole screen is basically censored rainbow right oh Oh, that's fucking hilarious. But I have an uncensored version of it, too. But yeah, we Jeez. should definitely watch that. The dick guy. He had, like, some stupid name. I don't remember name, his like name. It's dick been a or some shit. It was something like that. Or maybe his name was just Dick. He pops up a lot. Like, he's doing, like, dick cell phone things. And, like, what the hell? <laughs> Why would you need a dick in your cell phone? What I don't know. that serve? <laughs> cell phone in your dick. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I think it's funny. Meatwad has, like, a weird crotch harness on. He that's does. right. Yeah, speaking of dicks. Yeah. yeah, Shake shoots him with a fucking potato gun. Yeah, it's yep. like, who, who shot? that apparently behind the scenes one of the writers was at some concert where there was some like really crazy looking singer on stage like a robe on and like jewels and like this crazy crown thing and it was like this bright velvet robe thing and like somebody shot a potato gun at him <laughs> what the hell that's really funny though yeah. this whole thing's based on yeah that's why the potato gun's there <laughs> I thought it was really. He's funny. like, who did that? I shut this damn show down. <laughs> That's what the guy said in real life, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I never knew that. That's crazy. That reminds me of. I might even cut this out because it's so irrelevant, but. You remember when the Mighty Boosh with. What's his name? The Hitcher, who plays the bass guitar. Mm -hmm. He has a giant thumb. Yeah. And there's one part where he's like, yeah, you love it, you slags. <laughs> there was this band called Level 42 that had like a slap bass player in it named Mark King. And like one of them saw them play and he was playing bass close to the edge of the stage. And it was like looking down on these women in the audience. He's like, Yeah, you love it, you slags. <laughs> what the fuck? It's like, Holy shit. Look at my bass. Oh, I haven't seen that show in a while. Shake tells me why he's an idiot. This isn't what it's about. It's about the bod. It's about your yeah. muscles. He shakes man. off, his, he shows off his guns, which are just his hands. <laughs> Starts farting. Like, I didn't pick that up the last time I watched it, but yeah, he farts like through this entire movie. Like, <laughs> he does. He like poops a little bit at one point. He like but flexes he, way hard. He's talking about like how he picks up women. It's like, I wait for them to leave, and then I go wait for them in their houses. Yeah, because that what gets bushes. me off. Why? What gets you off? It's like off of what? And it's like, 
don't know. So Shake like brings him in the house to teach Meatwad some sex yeah. ed. Oh my god. And he is sex ed dumb. He's talking about like the exposed and aerated crotches. <laughs> he draws like a circle and he draws a square and he draws an arrow from the circle to the square and it's like they go all the way. And it's like that and circle like, and that triangle. They're doing it. They are. It's like, awesome. Meatwad, you have just been laid. And he's like, Oh yeah, that that feels good. <laughs> Shake doesn't have just have a machine; he has the, the machine, machine. <laughs> which just looks like an ironing board with a bunch of shirts on it. It's just like a pile of it rubbish. Made, it made me yeah. think of like a Bowflex that nobody used. Yeah, know? they just like... used it as a laundry rack. That's called the Insano Flex, and it comes from the time of Time Cop. Shake demands Meatwad to uh, help him push it in front of the TV so he can show him how to work out on it. And it's like too heavy, and then Frylock's. Isn't that why you work out so that you can move heavy things like this? In and the but first place? Frylock's looking at. Some, a website called Brawsome doing some bra shopping it looks like Shake's never seen bras with the boob meat in it yeah. before so <laughs> he's really interested so they're going on the internet because Meatwad's like the internet is a valuable source of information it's where we can play my favorite games <laughs> <laughs> like what were they called like meth addictor what was it clam digger <laughs> yeah. so they look up the insano flex on the internet and it just causes Frylock's computer to shut right off and goes, it turns back on yeah it goes fucking haywire green electricity starts shooting out of it it's everyone's like, just like it goes wide eyed slowly backs away. Yeah, there's this three-dimensional rendering of the fucking Insano Flex with, like, alien text around it. <laughs> you see, like, a couple satanic images flash on the screen. Yeah, that's right. Twice. Yeah, there's, like, a warning against assembling it. They're, like, they don't even want people to use it. But they do it anyway. Fry enters the extremely long phone number. Yeah, they call it the hotline. And we cut to a spaceship floating in space. After watching the show, I was really expecting to hear the Space Cataz theme. Like, that weird sort of Spanish <laughs> trumpet. <laughs> that would have been fucking awesome yeah. but then so it's the plutonians they're hanging out on uh their ship and their phone starts ringing the little phone robot they have <laughs> they just let it ring while they're yep. like arguing about whatever the fuck and the cybernetic ghost of christmas past shows up doesn't he it tells the two the history of the machine because they don't know it well he warns about the machine and it just shows this crazy like frank rosetta style painting in this post-apocalyptic landscape and there's like this chick next to this machine she's like got tatters on and it's like yeah. sitting on top Rags of a mountain fire in the distance it's like about like some sort of machine that's so powerful it can make any man desirable and desirable. can be like the ultimate mate or something so no other mate would or, do or some oh, shit yeah. like that you're so fucking jacked yeah that yeah no one even compares you become the ultimate alpha which wait you're telling me that you become so ripped that you become like the ultimate seed bearer or whatever the fuck he <laughs> you said get all the world's ass <laughs> like while they're explaining it like these big puffs of smoke just blow up out of nowhere <laughs> it's like they bust out the dry ice they just do what they mentioned they could do which is just put a pencil in the hole where there's a screw missing. He stole the, the screw. The screw he came, he came yeah. back from the future. And that's all he took. And it's like, well, why don't they just use another screw? Or you just, you just go use buy, a pencil. Buy, just go buy a screw for cheap, yeah. man. And then and he's like, man. you have to answer or that phone. It is Will somebody answer me. that fucking phone? <laughs> <laughs> Driving me fucking nuts. That's and, a really uh, good line. Yeah, it was great. You see Shake flexing again. This time he does actually shit himself. Well, yeah, because Frylock asks him, hey, are you going to work out on this thing? He's like, I can work out on your face. <laughs> yeah. Find out that Frylock just put a pencil where the screw hole was. Yep. Yeah. So that's um, pretty funny. And they figure out they're missing the motherboard. On the back of the Insano Flex. The box was addressed to Carl. She yeah. had turned the box that it came in into a race like, where'd car. where'd you get that box right. from? I got it from a dear <sighs> friend who's got great taste in pants. And yeah. it shows Carl wearing these fucking tiger print Zubas. <laughs> it's pretty sweet. It's like, yeah, look at these badass pants. They hug around my unique shape. <laughs> they whip the sweat from my balls. And he said he got it from the South Jersey Shore, which ships them off. It probably came from Dr. Weird. And then the Plutonians show up just as they leave. They're rolling away. Frylock, he senses something. Like, you see the flicker of their ship that's just fucking parked in the middle of the road. Yep. Their big-ass fucking ship. They pull away <laughs> on the danger cart. They make Meatwad pull them to South Jersey. Yeah. The Plutonians and the cybernetic ghosts of Christmas Past, they try to break into their house. They do the credit card trick like the burbs. Yeah. <laughs> Carl tells them, hey, you know, they got a key hanging on the side of the door right there. Yeah, like, they go to leave, and he's like, they got a key, so they didn't they take the key and leave anyways. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're like, like, yeah! yeah. Yeah, they think they, they think they got it. They think they solved the whole problem. And it cuts back to them on Earth. It's like, <laughs> I told you we forgot the machine. I've always said that. Yeah, he's such a dick, this orange one. You said it zero times. Yeah, he said it <laughs> none times. Of course, the robot, cybernetic ghost, he tries to fuck it. Yeah, he's a person. He starts humping it, humping he's that a, machine. Yeah, it's too heavy even for them to move. So but they uh, go to a list. They pump. go to a... Uh, what? Huh? 
That's fine. They go to get Carl to help them, and he's like, kiss my ass, get off my freaking lawn. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the ghost of Christmas past, he decides to threaten him by trying to trim his bush. He's like, oh, no, don't do that. I urinate him on twice, twice a, day. a week. He grabs him, like, he extends his arm, and, like, all these crazy fucking torture devices come out of it. Yeah, like, spinning blades and clipping things. And whatever like, I saw a cheese else. grater on one of them, too. Yeah, and it's like, oh, I forgot it did this. But they didn't need him at all, because they find out, wasn't there something else where they just find their information another way? Fuck, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. No idea the hell this movie's about. So we see this Frylock having like a flashback, I guess, of himself being made. A young Dr. Weird preparing yeah. a hot giant vat of acid. Or not and he tests it out with his own hand. It's actually, uh, it's fry oil. Fry oil. Shoestring the giant potato! <laughs> the oil is hot! I love that animation too, where his hand like crisps up uh, and then he so slams gross. it on the machine. And it just shatters, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah, it plays like a Phil Collins knockoff song. Yeah, it's like the beginning <laughs> part of In the Air Tonight, which keeps coming back throughout this Movie. You know what it kept reminding really me of? Funny. You remember um, the Bayou Boogie track from Donkey Kong Country 2? It yeah. sounds like that. Yeah, it does. The Aqua Teens, they get a tour of one of these lofts. You see, Frylock's not floating like he usually is. I like how he's just, he's just on laying the ground. Yeah, it's like, yeah. why can't he move? It's weird. They have to pull him along. They're talking to a woman in glasses or a man in glasses, like an alien thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, that's the disguise of the weird couple or whatever. Yeah, Dr. Weird and Steve, yeah. actually. They do that a lot in this movie. They get into disguises. Aqua Teens, they're looking for the chip they tell him that hey we don't got it and then they just leave fry's yeah. like hey drag me out of here and <laughs> they go into this alleyway like in next to the apartments and a giant spike comes out of shake's gut yeah like while he's talking so it looks like someone stabs him from behind it's like Ugh! yeah it turns out that the octane hunger force were just the plutonians and the robot in disguise this yeah. time around the real aquatines hunger force are on their way so they're like quick make out real hard and even after they pass like oglethorpe he keeps making out with the ghost of ghost christmas past there yeah they had like a real connection you know yeah. Yeah. Real kiss, uh. <laughs> of course the robot just makes these weird noises the whole time because it's a robot like this weird raspy robotic grunting <laughs> and wheezing so the real aqua teens show up at the apartment shake just busts down the fucking door and starts blowing everything up with a fucking flame yeah thrower. yeah it's like a chicken that's lit on fire and just runs around screaming for a long time yeah in the background he was like i need the missile codes give me yeah. the missile codes it's like here are the missile codes he shoots a missile straight at space ghost yeah they cuts to space ghost in his studio and he's like I'm just smelling a missile uh Oh, no, nothing. Yeah, and it just comes in. It made me think of Bustin. Yeah. Bustin, Bustin, Bustin. And it hits and he gets blown up. It's insane. Like his skin peels away and yeah, shit. Yeah, he just explodes. So it cuts back to them. The chicken's like standing in place just screaming over and over. He's like, oh, that's my wife. We already told you we don't have that part you need. But then he gets it anyways. Frylock gets it somehow. Yeah, Meat Watch finds it on the ground. He's like, yeah, it looks just like this. And the Moon Knights bust in through the roof. To steal an ashtray. Ignignot's like, what? what is that? An ashtray or a cup? Like, we need to help me with this coffee table. <laughs> Yeah. Your sight's higher. Yeah, he gets it's like, so I'm already mad. pretty high. Well, me too. Let's get this coffee tape. Bust out the tractor beam and it starts slowly falling, floating up like reverse space invaders. Yeah. Just think about these guys. They really mostly slowly. got this fucking amazing technology. <laughs> it's all fucking just Atari shit. Yeah, it's yeah, really they funny. Yeah, they look like Atari characters for these things. <laughs> so does their spaceship. It's pretty sweet. So it turns out that that chicken was actually Dr. Weird. He's a master of disguise. Yeah, yeah doesn't Frylock around this time, he starts to remember some of more of his past more phil yeah. collins plays and there's like star wipes but then shake cuts him off and tells him to fix the machine <laughs> but then carl comes over while well, they're finishing up the machine carl's walking by and he just like knocks the cybernetic robot's head off he's like thousands like a, of years ago i kicked your ass and just like knocks it off with like a fucking tire iron yeah and he walks in the house and he's like hey where's my pants want my <laughs> pants back <laughs> Up, like, jabbed into one of the pant legs. Like, runs down yeah. the hall. Like a kid that's got busted. <laughs> stealing cookies out of the fucking jar. He's like, Carl, share the other leg with me. Our balls will become one or some shit like <laughs> yes. that. So they get it all assembled. They attach the motherboard. Carl's like, you know, I get first go. I bought the freaking thing. Frylock agrees. So he gets into it. Tells him to turn on warm-up so he can get nice and warmed up before he dominates it. But then it gets turns into, like, this CG animation. <laughs> yeah, it was, like, parts flying around. <laughs> so funny he's jiggling in places like oh what's going what's going on behind me <laughs> yeah he's just shaking oh what's that sound and it grows in 
into like this weird kind of two-legged animal. It looks sort of like a crappy version of like an ATST from Star Wars. Yeah, and like a like a dollar store version. Yeah, and it has like little yellow eyes. And it's everything. got little. It's got little yellow eyes, and it's got like giant rotating purple legs. And it just walks forward, and it plays this song, "I Like Your Booty, But I'm Not Gay," over and over again. Every time Forever. you see it, yeah, Carl's it's that music. Carl's strapped into the side, and it forces him to work out. Yeah, like doing yeah. fucking arm pumps, leg pumps, like all this fucking shit. Yeah, alternating limbs. Like super fucking fast, too. It's like crazy. Meatwad has a Walter Melon sighting. He sees like this watermelon yeah, floating a, in front of his face. There's a big old watermelon over here. But nobody pays attention because fuck Meatwad. He's <laughs> <It's> like <laughs> fucking idiot. Fucking jackass. The exercise machine heads downtown. They come up with a plan to try and stop it. And the first plan is to go ride the steel python because the Meatwad's like over this fucking machine shit. The world's gonna end. I need to get my rides in. Oh, yeah. some shit like <laughs> it's about squeezing as much fun out of the time you got left <laughs> and the Mooner Knights are there too and they have a whole pile of stolen furniture with them it's all the stuff they got from Dr. Weird's apartment I think yeah it is and it's like a dirty alleyway but it looks like a nice living room setup the way they have it out <laughs> they shoot a laser at them and it's like the slowest laser ever yeah they're gonna like mug them or something yeah and then the laser is so slow that it actually starts moving backwards it's like wait a second is that thing moving backwards oh my god it is yeah they get in the ship and bounce and Miwad, apparently it can turn into a three-story building with a parking garage and everything if it feels like it, because he does it right here. Yeah, that's what he does when Shake tells him, I'm not going to wait in line all day for a ride that you can't even ride. Right, yeah. it's too short. And he's like, I'll need some office space, IT support. Frylock's amazed. He's like, all right, this is our ticket. This is our way to beat this thing. He makes Miwad turn into like a giant meat monster. He's got like missiles on his back. It's like tons of machine guns and shit. And cut off fucking yeah, blue jeans. It's great. In the background, you just see like the machine just destroying everything and burning everything down. Yeah, Shake's getting a tan at this point. Like, mm. he's trying to get new teeth and a tan. Yeah, I guess Fry's like, I need somebody to lure him this way. Yeah. And nobody wants to do it. Everyone's just, like, so generally unhelpful. Nobody gives a shit. Frylock's the only one that gives a damn about yeah. anything. And even he's got a point where he gets to where he's just like, you know what? Fuck it. I don't care. Well, it was funny that one episode where Shake and Meatwad are living without Frylock. Their faces swell up because they're, like, burning styrofoam for heat. And, like, they don't have any food. The machine starts to shit out, like, eggs every Everywhere. These metal eggs. Everywhere. There's yeah, like they're so everywhere many. by the end of this movie. <laughs> they look like prize balls you get out of the machine when you're like out of your way on the supermarket. Yeah, mm. like steel versions of that. So yeah, Meatwad's supposed to attack and said he just waves at the machine as it goes by. Frylock's like, what the fuck, man? He's like, I forgot. And then we get like <laughs> another weird thing with Frylock. It's like, just as I suspected, I'm female. I mean, it's female. Freudian slip there. Yeah. Everyone catches it. Shake's like, whoa, what are you talking about? Yeah, man? and he's like, Frylock's talking about this heavy ass shit, like world ending apocalypse. Shit, yeah, and everyone's like, "Wait, so you're a woman?" Like, shakes out like these giant teeth. Yeah, yeah it's got I, this weird like Donald Trump style tan. It looks like a orange. sunburn to me. It's yeah. just like he spent too long in the booth. Or yeah, his, his teeth look real creepy. It's they look giant white up. teeth, perfectly white teeth. <laughs> They're like pushing out of his head. And while this is going on, Carl's still working out like he's already jacked. Yeah, he's, oh, 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 yeah, oh, oh. it's getting huge. <laughs> his body is getting ready. I look so freaking badass. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Shake tries to bash. One one of the eggs open and it hatches out like a little mini Insanoflex. It's playing the same song except I think it's just higher pitched. Miwad recognizes it. He's like, hey, it looks like one of them machines I see in my <laughs> workout video. Yeah, it's, it's like, this crazy violent workout tape with like this super fat guy. It's called Sea of Blood, Island of Death. Designed to keep you working out 24 hours, 7 days a week, forever. And it's, yeah, it's this super fat guy like dodging lasers. And, and he explodes like a big hot potato. And yeah, Meatwad's like, it's fueled by the music. So they decide like maybe we should get different music and then the camera pans all the way down to hell and we hear candy want some candy hey we got mcp pants yeah he's, he's coming back dude yeah and there's all these like chocolate unicorn looking things dancing to his music until the devil melts them all i like this song it's like a remixed version of like the first season song i want candy by mcp pants. Yeah, it was. was it different yeah like, okay yeah it's like a redone high def they added like some huh. backing vocalists and stuff it's nice. pretty cool <laughs> so he gets to go to earth but as a fly yeah that's the deal that satan gives him it's, it's like, like you can go up oh, you're man. going up as a fly <laughs> satan maybe I'm a fucking fly. Damn it, man. I was supposed to do some shit like this 
I'm a fuck blind. He sounds like Chris Tucker. Actually, does. his name is MC Chris. <laughs> he's a, a real rapper. I think he's like part of the whole nerdcore scene. He does a little songs about Star Wars and shit. Yeah. Yeah, fat's fat and shit. He lands on a dog turd and he starts eating it. It's like, why yeah. is this so delicious? You guys want some dog turd? <laughs> and Meatwad explains why they need him. They need somebody to do a song. He actually does like a pretty sweet song. And then Shake just kills him after like 30 slaps seconds. Slaps Meatwad's face with his <laughs> he guts. Sl- he slaps the dog turd in the guts on Meatwad's face. Like, what really a funny. Oh, yeah, he's he such an asshole. Off. Every time, like, they had it, they had the solution in their hands, and then he fucking just blows it. <laughs> Fucked it all up. So they have to come up with a backup plan, and Shake pulls out a guitar. He's like, you know, my demo's still flowing out there. Nude yeah, love. Nude Love. Nude he's got love. that CD with him with, like, a wig on it. Frylog doesn't really want to do it, but he's like, fuck, man, we don't really have a whole lot of choice. <laughs> the thing's gonna fucking destroy the city before we figure this shit out, so. They roll with it. They go back to where the machine currently is residing, which is by the roller coaster. One of the Moon and I starts throwing up. Yeah, Nick Nock, he just throws up pixels. Yeah, it's like coins or something. It looks the like ground. these little squares. Yeah. <laughs> Frylock's getting sick of all this shit. He's like, you know what? I'm gonna fly up there. And I'm just gonna blow them all up. Fuck it. I'm just gonna blow them all. Yeah, and it's like, no, don't do that. Imagine like everything he has to live for, and they're talking about like what Carl has to live yeah, for. Yeah, and he's like, who would watch his porn collection on VHS and, and DVD. DVD? At this point, he's like so fucking jacked. The machine's not even really moving his arms that much. <laughs> yeah, like, who would talk to Carl's mom on the phone while he pretends not to be masturbating <laughs> not to be watching pornography or whatever it was yeah. it's like oh my god it's like <laughs> It's like, you're right, he doesn't have much to live for. There was a good sight gag while he's giving that speech where Shake's holding, like, half a hot dog, and then he fucking yeah, and he puts, puts it, it down, down to down. his yeah. Oh, yeah. He looks at the camera, he's like, eh, eh. Let me some of Shake's song, right? Yeah. He's like, I wrote this song about the blues after I dropped these two chicks, like, a couple of hot rocks, like, <laughs> yeah. the blues that they were feeling. All that shit's on the soundtrack, Yeah, too. it is. And it's supposed to say, nude love moves over me like a storm before you were born. The lyrics are really something. And, nude and love. E- and Emery's like, well, it has a good message. But, but yeah, and it causes the machine to stop and then kill itself. Right? Yeah, it, it just, just bashes his own its head its in. Foot. Yeah, it destroys its head. Oh, man, that was really funny. It was really funny. Shake is so bad. Carl's relieved. He's like, oh, man, just... Don't rescue me yet. Yeah, nobody try to save me. It's going to rest here a while. Let me stay here and look damn good. Shake doesn't listen, of course. He, like, goes to go congratulate Carl or some shit, knocks the he, whole... He, like, jumps on it, yeah. Then the yeah. whole fucking rest of the machine falls off the coaster and smashes. Carl's under the rubble, but he's alive. He's just pinned down. Yeah, yeah. So someone's going to help him, and then fucking Linda shows up. Can yeah, his, his girlfriend is... <laughs> this crazy, muscular gorilla woman. It kind of reminds me of Brock Samson from The Venture Brothers. Yeah, she looks like... She was really funny trying to pick up the rubble <laughs> for like two minutes yeah like, then and fry like just blows it up yeah. with his laser eyes the main threat is gone she drags him off for a, a different kind of workout <laughs> see you later loses <laughs> they gotta deal with the eggs now because there's a lot of those eggs yeah there's something about like injecting bull semen it's like a strength thing yeah something like that didn't yeah. someone say the only thing bull semen's ever done for me was trigger something? my gag reflex <laughs> oh yeah, that's at Oglethorpe I think yeah Jesus gross they go back to the place to uh, look on Fry's computer and see if they can figure out a solution to how to get rid of the eggs. The fucking Moon Knights are still on the fucking roller coaster. And Ur, the other one, the pink one, he shows up and gives him something to drink and it, it's like dirty mayonnaise. <laughs> it's like, that had hair on it, man. Found it in the trash. And oh, he yeah. throws up more, it's yeah. Like, you drank it because I'm your doctor. You do as I say. <laughs> <laughs> and we cut back to 70,000 years ago and it shows the Plutonians in college. The cybernetic ghost of Christmas past said that Oglethorpe is the one who created the machine. He's the one that actually made it. But when they go back to college he's taking like remedial verbs yeah he's like really stupid <laughs> he's and building he has, like, beer can towers yes beer monument and they show like man maybe you should wash your sheet he's like fuck that and it's and like he, i don't have any sheets and he just dumps on them and they literally crack apart like glass <laughs> it's so gross that's a lot of <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah emory has it kind of looks like sort of a stereotypical greasy hippie guy who like play hacky sack and shit and oglethorpe like, is like more like a frat dude douche he wants him dead when they come back shakes got the flamethrower and he's like please kill him yeah oh yeah he's killing i've got like a couple of grades away until i pass the semester i can't fucking have this guy around <laughs> or it's like if you kill him i automatically get straight a's and i think they cut back to the present you see like there's an insane amount of insane flexes all over the place and multiplying like crazy causing a ruckus while they were away yeah. yeah dude it's pretty funny when they get back from the past and shakes just like 
oh, our, our clothes are gone. My genitals are exposed. He's like, it's all right. Completely nude. You can stare at my genitals. <laughs> Fucking shit. So at this point, it's just like nobody knows who the fuck made this machine. And I don't think we're ever going to find out. Yeah, this is Frylock like, <laughs> super pissed at the robot, the cybernetic yeah. robot. Because like, yeah, man, you don't know shit. You don't know anything. You never knew anything. Thousands of years ago, some shit like that. Yeah. All you do is tell these stupid stories. Nobody gives a shit about. Yeah, like, ramble together. But no, he reveals the secret. He's like, we are brothers. Because he has the same motherboard that the Insanoflex had oh, yeah, in, his in, chest. His, in his chest. Yeah. We get some more Phil Collins. Yeah, there's some star wipes. Yeah, star wipes. About how they were, like, being made. Apparently, Dr. Weird created them, gave him parts of his body. Well, I mean, Frylock got the only part of the brain. Like, apparently, Meatwad got a whole head of cheese. He got, like, yeah. easy cheese. So he got, like, just he, some hair in his kidney, I think. But there was a fourth one. Yeah. Yeah, Chicken Biddle, voiced by Bruce Campbell. Oh, yeah, that's right, he is, yeah. isn't he? Since the days of fucking Escape from L.A., we heard this guy's voice. Weird explains, the reason why I created you is they want you to fly this plane into that wall. So they go to do it and, and Frylock's like nah dude, this is crazy yeah chicken biddle's the pilot and Frylock is gonna not let him do it yeah he was just made out of a bunch of chickens that were pressed into a giant chicken he looks like a giant chicken nugget he does shapes like a chicken <laughs> it's oh, man, chicken nuggets. looks good dude so instead they go to Africa yeah they refuse to be just another experiment they're like shooting ourselves into a brick wall seems kind of dumb really dumb they parachute down into Africa chicken brittle dies immediately <laughs> lion grabs him right out of midair and just tears him apart and he's like oh has a Powerpuff Girls parachute. Yeah, which I love that shit. Like, I wonder if that's a call to somebody up in the staff worked on that show or something. Maybe. And they see a bunch of, like, mostly naked dudes in a village. And they just run away because they don't know what to make of these food people. Yeah, they look like aliens or some shit. So then they go to, you know, South Jersey. <laughs> yeah, like, back to New Jersey. That's the best spot to be. We see Carl getting ready to get uh, hot and heavy with Linda. But then she reveals her clever ruse. She's actually yeah, Dr. Weird. Oh, no, 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 not this. Yeah, <laughs> Straps it down with chains. That's another weird thing though, Frylock in that last scene. You said something about wanting to be a professional nude dancer. I mean, a professional dancer. Oh. A lot of secrets. He's yeah. kind of a fuck freak. You remember that episode where oh. he's like, this is what I like to do. I like to put on this mask, pretend I'm in bed. Oh, it's yeah. like a gift mask. <laughs> <laughs> and Meatwad just looks really freaked out. Or the one where he has those horrible, like, robot legs. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That was like, and arms. That was so disturbing. Yeah, that, that was, was so, awesome. such a creepy episode. <laughs> but yeah, Carl is tied down to the zebra print bed and find out Linda's actually Dr. Weird. Dr. Weird just takes all of his muscles so that he can have his power. <laughs> so he can fight Frylock. Meanwhile, Aquatines, they show up. And he calls Frylock daddy. Find out maybe actually Frylock created Dr. Weird. Yeah. Whoa. They start like fist fighting. He wouldn't allow Dr. Weird to have like this really dangerous teddy bear or something. And then Shake keeps cutting his hands off trying yep. to grab it. So he cuts his second hand off. He's like, yeah, I don't want it anyway. <laughs> and Carl looks real gross without any muscles on Oh, I thought that shit looked so awesome. It's oh, so it's... disgusting. Gross me out. He's got a lollipop in his hand. Yeah, at least he got that, right? Yeah, yeah. better than nothing. This fight scene between Frylock and Dr. Weird was pretty good. I like when Frylock <laughs> just punches him a thousand times. In like oh, a second. Yeah. It looked like a fight scene that they would have like in South Park or something. Like, <laughs> yeah. like that style of animation, like super stiff. But yeah, I like they had their slow motion bits too. Like the... Yeah. yeah, he pulls a Saddler on him and hits him and he flies back in slow motion and yeah. smashes into the wall. That's right. But then the fight ends when she blasts blasts him in the chest with his fucking fries and they're like all impaled in his torso. It like cuts him in half too, right? Yeah, with his eye lasers. Yeah, it like fucks him up. We find out that all those flashbacks that Frylock are having are actually from a VHS tape that he made that has a VCR on his back under that little jewel thing. Yeah. And he's tried to hide like the true memories or something with this VHS tape. Yeah, that's why it had star wipes. And that's when like Dr. Weird says he's actually a woman. Frylock is, that is. And that's why he was looking at bras and stuff. He's like, Daddy! You've grown into a beautiful young woman. Shake just starts asking him questions. Frylock just answers really quickly. He's like, trapped in a man's body. But what about, I'm a lesbian. (laughs) On Oprah. What about... Plastic novelty vagina. That explains it all, <laughs> I guess. And uh, then the Moon Knight showed up. They are like, we actually made all of you. And it's like, what? Meatwad says something, and he's like, you lied oh, to me. Right. And Shake fucking walks forward. It's like, it's like, that's it. That's the last one out of you. He pulls out a fucking shotgun and shoots him right in the face. <laughs> he's just and Meatwad's just dead. Dead. Like, <laughs> it's so funny. That's it's like it. the first time you'd actually see that happen. It's fucking crazy. He never dies in the show. He just like kind of rebuilds himself. It's Shake doesn't even realize what happened. What happened? Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
It's talking what about with a big hole in it. Yeah, his mouth is hanging open. It's, but then Neil. Walter Mellon shows up and Neil Peart gets off the melon ship there. Yeah, because he, he plays the drum solo of life. Yeah. Insane, like, what, two minute drum solo? It was Which is pretty fucking badass. Really good. It yeah. was really good. It was, it was fucking cool. great, dude. And it works. He's, He's back, back to, to life. life. It's very cool. Doesn't the watermelon explain? I'm actually created all of you or yeah. something. Maybe. To do something? I it's funny, though, because Neil's like, oh, look, somebody else has been hurt. I'll play the drum solo of life. Yeah. And like, ah, never mind, because it's just Steve and nobody gives a shit. Oh, yeah. When he went to go punch out, yeah, he couldn't punch out in the regular punch out. He had it's to like do, like, the ancient voodoo one. And it was, like, fine. I don't know. If he got out of there, he might have lived. But that was cool, like, how he died. Like, his clothing melts away, his hair, his skin, like, his muscles, and his bones yeah. just disintegrate. That's when Walter says that he created them all. And also that he created the Insano Flex. It was all him, and he wanted to build something called the Insano Gym. Oh, yeah, and, like, get know. some realty money somehow. Yeah. To fucking do all this shit. This is crazy. <laughs> Big dumb fuck idea. Does it make any sense? That's when the nine layer burrito walks in. It's their mom. Claims to be their mom, and it's just a burrito with boobs. And it's, it's like a dress on. And a dress on. <laughs> it's actually voiced by Tina Fey, of all people. There's huh. a lot of random celebrities. Oh, wow. That's Cameos, yeah. Huh. Shake takes one look at her, just throws himself he out the fucking out of, window. He kills <laughs> himself. And then the movie pretty much just ends. Like There's, right there, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, and the concession the, comes in. The soda and Dog Refreshment Squad. Just they come in, and they, that's it. That's the end of the movie. So go home and masturbate and whatever the fuck. Yeah. You didn't come here with a date. Yes. <laughs> Let's tell you what a pathetic asshole you are as the movie ends. <laughs> and that's that's it. There's a post-credit scene. There is. Did yeah. you guys see this? I saw it before, but I missed it this time. The Cybernetic Ghost Christmas Pass is casually humping the television. And Frylock comes out post-sex operation, totally nude, with this beard shaved off, and he says, Honey, it's time for bed. And that's it. Yeah, like, it it's like ends. blonde hair. And, and it ends with that like adult swim, like, Doll! pretty cool but yeah it's like a really quick thing so that was that movie one thing we were gonna talk about was like how there's like all these plot lines that are just dropped because like the whole thing with the eggs and the insano flexes is never resolved like the world just ends or something at the end of this movie it seems to happen at the end of a lot of their episodes yeah that's <laughs> yeah, like the status right. quo pretty much yeah most of the time the problem never really got resolved like yeah. their whole house gets blown up and then it's just back in the next episode or carl's house gets blown up and it's back to the next episode or they're dead they're it's back like in time dead. or they're in the future it's like Looney Tunes in that sense. It's totally episodic, yeah, yeah. including the movie, which is it's kind of cool that it was consistent, I guess, with the show. It's just longer. So, Octane Hunger Force, colon movie film for theaters, gets a 48% on Rotten Tomatoes with an audience score of 3.5 out of 5. It's a 6.9 out of 10, though, on IMDb and a 3.1 out of 5 on Rate Your Music. How would you guys rate Octane Hunger Force, colon movie film for theaters? Hmm. Never get tired of saying it. I would say this movie's it would probably appeal better to fans. Somebody who has no idea what this show is. If at they've all. got no context for like the base show. Yeah, as like is. it might be like really overwhelming and just loud and fast paced and just too insane to even finish. You know, like once you're halfway through, you'd be like, I'm done with this shit. Yeah, if you're a newcomer to this franchise, check out the show first. That's like 11 minutes. You don't have to dedicate a whole lot to it. Just go on Hulu and watch some of this shit. But yeah, if you're a fan, haven't seen this movie, you gotta see this movie. It's really great. I like how the animation is way more complex. They have more of a budget to spend on that, which is really cool. The soundtrack's great. It feels like one long episode of the show, so it's not disappointing. The writing is good for a movie. I don't think it's good as most of those episodes. The show really is, is just like a kick-ass thing. One of my complaints, though, is the sound effects. The sound mixing is way too loud. Like, the dialogue is really low, and the sound effects are really high. And I think that kind of hurts the movie. It makes it a little harder to watch. Because of that, I'd probably give it a three Three out of five. Yeah, recommend fans see it. This movie's pretty good. It's definitely funny. Like, I can't fucking fault it for that. Like, I, this movie gets some really good laughs out of me. Just like the timing with the punchlines and stuff, they just got it down to like a science on this show, I think. It's a little all over the place. This movie is a hard movie to talk about just because of how off the rails it goes on so many different tangents. But if you like the show, then there's no reason why you would not like this. I would recommend it and uh, give it three stars as well. I might actually give it a four, at least like a three and a half. Thing is, I'm a fan of the show. I'd be really interested in, in finding some reviews, uh, especially like amateur reviews from people who saw this first, who saw this before the show. Like, what was that like? Because I can't even yeah. imagine. It definitely works a lot better as a, an 11 minute program than as an 80 minute film. Yeah, I think it's, it's so eventful. I mean, that's the thing. It's like we just talk about a bunch of shit that happened. It's hard to even review for that reason. It's just a bunch of stuff that happens. There isn't much of a plot. It's just good jokes and funny sight gags and funny <laughs> characters and cool animation and 
good music, and it's not a great movie by any means, but it's good. It, yeah, I'd kind of compare it to, like, the Tenacious D movie. I mean, their show was very short-lived. It was only like, six episodes, but that movie also just felt like a longer version of the TV show. Like, it didn't stray that far from it. It's more fun to watch than it is to talk about. But, yeah, also, I'd recommend, like, watching the show first, especially the first, like, probably four seasons. That's probably my favorite stuff. Yeah, pretty funny comedy writing and very funny voice acting, with the exception of Chris Kattan, who I found in nine. So, yeah, 3.5, 4, something like that. So, next week's movie, we're going back to our roots. Yes. Dear boy. Oh. Uh, Deshi Hino's Reign of Terror it will never end, dude. It's, uh... <laughs> It's 2004's The Ravaged House, colon, Zoroku's Disease. <laughs> Although they don't spell out colon, but there's just a colon. We'll spell it out for you. Yeah, yeah. we'll spell the whole fucking movie out. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, diving back into the world of Hideshi, you know. Yeah, yeah, I can't wait. I've seen this one before. It's going to be interesting. <laughs> I'm really excited to get back into the theater of horror. Yeah, I love that it's stuff. Really cool. So in the meantime, check us out at MondoCoolMovieDudes.com. Check us out on iTunes. Please rate, review, and subscribe to the show. I don't Actually, I don't think anybody has reviewed us yet on iTunes that I know of. Dude, come on. So, hey, how about this deal? Let's this right now. Boycott Apple. Boycott Monocle Movie Goods. How, what do you no, think about really. that? I just came up with that. <laughs> hey, the first person to review the show, as long as it's at least a four-star review, because we're not going to give it to somebody who gives us a one-star review. But the first person to give us at least a four-star review, how about this? You can pick a movie for us to do. That sounds like a pretty yeah, good trade-off. I'm definitely down to do that. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. How about, how about that? Them apples. Also, check us out on Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, uh, YouTube even. For a full list of places to check us out, go to mondocoolmoviedudes.com slash links. You can also follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash mondocoolmoviedudes, and we're on Twitter, at mondocoolmovies. And you can email us at mondocoolmovies at gmail.com. So, thanks everybody for listening, and join us again next time for The Ravaged House, Soroku's Disease. Oh. First sequence. <laughs> Final sequence. <laughs> oh, cool. Have a good night. Bye, buddy. Bye. No more hidden tracks, seriously. Except for this last one. Then we're done. Ah!